The opinions and information expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. They do not reflect the opinion or views of the Brentwood Public Library or its employees. All sources for the information used can be found in the bibliography in our description box. Welcome back to Brentwood Stories. I am an artificial voice created by Uber Duck AI to sound like Vincent Price. The Pilgrim State Psychiatric Center, formerly known as Pilgrim State Hospital, was a state-run psychiatric center located in Brentwood, New York. At its peak in 1954, Pilgrim State Hospital could claim to be the largest mental hospital in the United States, with 13,000... 875 patients, many strange things have been reported to occur around this building. Let's hear what DJ and Sam have to say about it. Right as the stock market was crashing in 1929, the Pilgrim Psychiatric Center began construction. Named after Dr. Charles W. Pilgrim, the site officially opened on October 1st, 1931, with only 100 patients. Merely months later, that number reached the thousands. Pilgrim Site, at its construction, remains the largest mental hospital facility ever constructed. Even to this day, several of its buildings can be seen from Sagdacos Parkway. With a hospital so large and a history so jaded, it's no mystery why so many claim to hear the ghosts of patients still roaming the halls. Long Island used to be home to three different psychiatric centers, Edgewood, Central Islip, and Kings Park. But all of that changed when the Pilgrim Psychiatric Center was built. Slowly but surely, Edgewood, Central Islip, and Kings Park closed their doors as their patients were transported to Pilgrim. How did so many lost souls function in one place? Pilgrim Psych was more than a large hospital. It was its own small city. A waterworks system, electrical plant, fire department, sewage system, police department, stores, post offices, athletic fields, and a cemetery could all be found at Pilgrim Psych during its peak. But the most exciting part of the Pilgrim State that still exists today is the massive underground steam tunnel system that many urban explorers frequent. Many report feeling cold spots while exploring, hearing strange unexplained noises, and having the sinking feeling that they're being watched. But lost souls didn't just haunt Pilgrim after it closed its doors. Many stories float around about patients' lives while staying in the center. The poet Allen Ginsberg had written a poem about his mother's stay in Pilgrim State after he gave permission to have her lobotomized in 1947. She had died nine years later, and Ginsberg dedicated his poem, Kaddish, to her. A line sticks out about his mother's stay in the hospital in this poem. In this poem, he reflects on his mother's life and coming to terms with her death and deterioration at the hands of the hospital and his choice of allowing her to be lobotomized. Over and over refrain of the hospitals still haven't written your history. Leave it abstract. A few images run through the mind like the saxophone chorus of houses and years' remembrance of electrical shocks. 
He also mentions Pilgrim State again in his poem, Howl. Pilgrim States, rocklands and graystones fetid halls, bickering with the echoes of the soul, rocking and rolling in the midnight solitude bench. Dolmen realms of love dream of life a nightmare. Buddies turn to stone as heavy as the moon. Prefrontal lobotomies started being performed at Pilgrim in 1946. A lobotomy is done by drilling a hole into the brain to disconnect the thalamus from the frontal lobe. Doctors would often go up through the eye socket. By 1959, the number of lobotomies that had been performed was near 2,000. Central Medical Building Number 23 in Pilgrim State was where the majority of the lobotomies were done. While lobotomies were unfortunately commonly being performed across the United States, according to the Village Voice, roughly one out of every 25 lobotomies occurred at Pilgrim State Psychiatric Center. Unfortunately, the criteria for being committed to the mental institution wasn't the highest. Jacqueline Walker published a book titled Pilgrim State that explores what it was like for her mother, Dorothy, as a patient of the asylum in 1949. According to the book, Dorothy was committed by her cheating husband after drugging her in order to continue stepping out without any repercussions. Dorothy underwent electroconvulsive treatments and suffered from depression. Everything changed for psychiatric patients when antipsychotic medications came into play. Instead of being institutionalized and at the mercy of the doctors in the center, patients could now seek outpatient treatment and not be ripped away from their lives. Unfortunately, many patients like Dorothy had to suffer before this was an option. As time passes, the legacy of Pilgrim State stands as we usher in a new era. Nearly 50 different buildings that once belonged to the hospital have been sold off or taken down, as well as much of the land. Suffolk Community College purchased 206 acres in 1976 for $2 million to build what is the current Brentwood campus. Sweet Hollow Road of Huntington, New York, realm of numerous ghost stories and legends, many of them quite tragic located next to Mount Misery, which also has many tales surrounding it. Let's see what DJ and Sam have to say about this eerie road. The area surrounding Sweet Hollow Road and its Mount Misery counterparts is known by many as the most haunted place on Long Island. Many legends surround Sweet Hollow Road, as well as many souls that supposedly haunt the woods. The most common legend? The Children of the Other Pass. Legend says, if you place your car in neutral under the Northern State Parkway underpass on Sweet Hollow Road and beep your horn three times, your car will move on its own and you will hear the sound of children laughing as they push your car and leave their handprints on it. Some say a school bus full of children died at the overpass after getting into a car accident and that's why they haunt the area but no official police report of the supposed accident has ever been found. Some say instead of children, it is three teenagers who hung themselves at the overpass in a suicide pack. Naysayers will claim that the road under the overpass actually has a downward curve, despite appearing to be an uphill climb. What do you believe? 
Is it the ghosts of tiny children moving your car? Or teenagers? Or simply, the work of gravity? The children of the Other Pass aren't the only souls supposedly haunting the woods. One name that pops up again and again is the ghost of Mary. There are many different stories about Mary that stretch all the way from Sweet Hollow Road into the depths of Mount Misery and beyond. These areas were once populated by settlers from Salem, Massachusetts. From this comes the idea that Mary was a witch, but she wasn't always known as this. Known as the Fiddler's Tale, a mysterious gentleman dressed in all black came to a ball in the grandest home in Sweet Hollow. Adorned with a shiny black cane with a vein of gold running through it, the mystery man spotted Mary, the most beautiful woman at the ball. Instantly, the two were in each other's arms without a word shared between the two. Mary wasn't seen again for many years. There are conflicting stories about what happened when Mary appeared again, but each story involves a fire and multiple deaths at the hand of Mary. One legend says she became an asylum patient who burned down the hospital to exact revenge on the doctors and nurses who poked and prodded at her. Others say Mary returned as a wicked witch who burned down a school building in Sweet Hollow, killing the children inside of it. The townspeople hunted her, and when she was caught, they burned her alive at the stake. As her flesh melted, she screamed out to the crowd. Even your children's children and their grandchildren will see me. They will pay the price for what you've done today. Is it Mary's spirit haunting the woods, waiting to seek revenge on the ancestors of those who killed her? Is she a tortured soul who made a pact with the devil? Or is the biggest question of all, who was that gentleman who stole Mary away for so many years? Mary's believed to be buried somewhere in the woods. Legend says that if you find Mary's grave, shine a light on it and say Mary three times, she will appear. If you think this sounds familiar, you'd be right. This legend is similar to the legend of Bloody Mary, who appears if you say Bloody Mary three times into a mirror. But the legends of Mary from Sweet Hollow Road doesn't involve any bathroom mirrors. Miss Mary isn't the only woman who supposedly haunts the woods of Sweet Hollow. Known as the Lady in White or the Ghost Bride, she walks on the side of the road, not knowing she's dead. There are different stories surrounding the death of this mystery woman. Some say she died in a car accident on the winding road of Sweet Hollow on the night of her wedding. Others say she was murdered by her soon-to-be husband on the night of their wedding in a jealous rage. Stories say the soul is peaceful, simply walking up and down the road in a flowing white gown, looking lost. But spirits aren't the only creatures lurking in the woods. Sweet Hollow and Mount Misery are also known for UFO sightings and alien abductions, strange creatures, and a demon dog that supposedly drags its victims to hell. When it comes to aliens, the area is known to have their own version of men in black. But instead of human agents protecting the world from aliens, these are aliens disguised as humans to gain information about the human world. One woman tells the story of four supposed men in black who visited her home in April of 1967. The men claimed the woman's home was on land that belonged to their tribe, and they were going to get it back. The spookiest part of all, the woman claimed despite having to walk up a muddy hill to get to her door, not a single one of the men had any dirt on their shoes. Did they really walk up the hill? 
or simply float down from their UFO. Others claim to have seen UFOs in the very wood themselves. One couple, Jane and Richard, went to the woods one night in hopes of spotting a UFO. And according to them, they did. Richard felt sick and quickly became unconscious. Jane, however, said she saw a beam of light light up the entire woods. She sat in her seat, dazed and paralyzed. In an instant, they were suddenly driving on Old Country Road, unsure of what happened. Aliens supposedly continued to haunt Jane, one going as far as appearing at the Hath Hollow Community Library and giving Jane a book with a special message just for her. What's more exciting than being out on the hunt for the paranormal? Having a radio show to talk about it on. In January of 1969, radio host Miss JP was out exploring the woods of Sweet Hollow Road with friends when she was able to snap a picture of the creature in the woods. The photo shows a black blob with an arm stretched outwards towards the camera. The skin of the creature appears white, with large amounts of hair on its head and body area. Is the creature just a hairy human, or something else? If the ghosts, ghouls, and aliens didn't stop you from entering the sweet hollow woods at night, the demon dog that stalks the woods just might. Claimed to come from Cerberus himself, dogs with glowing red eyes walk the woods at night. Supposedly, if you encounter one of the demon dogs, you're never seen alive. Except, of course, for the people who have claimed to see these dogs and live. One group claimed to have been driving by the woods when one of the dogs jumped onto their car, stopping them in their tracks and nearly scaring them to death. They lived to see the day and tell the story. The Black Dog of Misery, as it is often referred to as, is also known as a harbinger of death. If the dog doesn't kill you instantly, it means your death is quickly approaching. In more recent news, on September 11th of this year, 2022, the bodies of five chickens and two goats have been found near Exit 39 of the Northern State, near the woods, decapitated. The animals were found in black garbage bags. Fruits and vegetables were also found near the garbage bags, leading police to believe that this was a case of animal sacrifice or ritual killing. What's waiting to find you in the woods is anyone's guess. Tempiro State Park is located on Montauk Point in New York and is rumored to be the home of the Montauk Experiments, a conspiracy in which psychological and otherworldly experiments took place. Claims have been made that these experiments involve time travel and seeking contact with beings from another dimension. How much do we know about what happened there? Let's find out. Are you a fan of the Netflix hit Stranger Things? Would you believe me if I told you Stranger Things was inspired by events that took place on Long Island? Camp Hero is a former military base turned Air Force base that has been utilized since 1929. During the Cold War era, one of its focal points was the large radar tower that was used to warn people of incoming nuclear attacks from the Soviet Union. But was that the only thing going on at Camp Hero? Rumors say that the experiments going on at Camp Hero involved mind control, time travel, wormholes, teleportation, 
and kids hooked up to wires in hidden underground labs all occurred between 1970 and 1983. Where did these kids come from? Some claim to be the lost boys of Montauk, children that were stolen off the streets of New York City and experimented on. 55-year-old Joe Lafrano works at what is now Camp Hero State Park and believes he is one of the children that was experimented on. Lafrano has worked at the state park for 20 years, but it was only a few years ago that he began to believe that he was one of the Lost Boys. Lafrano told the New York Post that he was hypnotized by a certified hypnotist for about 40 minutes and all of these memories flooded back. He says that they did a very bad thing to us out there. We were just little kids. They had no right to experiment on us. It was a very dark, very evil thing. Lafreno goes on to say he remembers lying on a table with wires coming out of him like electrodes. He remembers going underground through Battery 113, an old gunnery from World War II that has since been sealed. The base at Camp Hero was designed to look like a fishing village to fool the country's enemies at the time. The gym for the soldiers looked like a church, the mess hall like a restaurant, and so on. Another man named Stuart Swerdlow told his tale of being one of the Montauk boys in the movie Montauk Chronicles. In the film, Swerdlow recalled his time at the camp by saying, beatings, a lot of torture, electrical shock, burials, near drownings, they'd bring you to the point of death, and then they would save you, and the person doing this would be your rescuer, and would say, I'm the one that saved you, and remember that. And that became your handler. Other than trying to read and implant thoughts, Camp Hero has supposedly dabbled in interdimensional travel. A Bigfoot-like creature sprang from another dimension and reaped havoc on Camp Hero before it was sent back to the dimension from which it came. Allegedly. Some claim the creature is out there, in the woods somewhere. A man named Preston Nichols said the creature's name was Junior. Nichols is a self-claimed Montauk expert and is said to work personally on a key aspect of the Montauk experiments. Nichols got his start in the music industry. In the 1960s, sound recordings of artists didn't necessarily sound the same as the actual artists. Radio stations only used AM sound waves during that time. So not only was it Nichols' job to make sure that the 45mm recordings sounded like the artist, but also the broadcast matched the sound of the 45. According to his book, Music of Time, it did not take Nichols long to realize there were other things going on in the recordings besides the electrical representation of the audio program. He believed there were hidden agendas, procedures for increasing sales, and more sinister things hidden within the audio that was produced. Supposedly because of this and his talent for it, Nichols was tapped to work the Montauk Project. According to Nichols, they really did do experiments on children. Underneath the radar tower held a seat that was created by Nikola Tesla. A psychic would travel to other time periods and realities using their own abilities and alien-inspired technology. It's important to note that Tesla once claimed to have communicated with aliens, but his critics claim it was clicking of electromagnetic energy that occurs naturally, not alien communication. Some sources say the experiments that occurred at Camp Hero 
were an extension of the work that was done on the Philadelphia Experiment on October 28, 1943, often referred to as Project Rainbow. Inspired by Albert Einstein's unified field theory, Dr. Franklin Reno set off to turn a naval vessel invisible and then transported it from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to Norfolk, Virginia. Some say they were successful, but the side effects of the experiment on the sailors were too disastrous to continue the project. Sailors were said to have turned invisible and gone mad, forcing the Navy to abandon the experiments. But the Navy denies this ever happened. Nichols also claims that during the Montauk project, the scientists were focused on World War I and World War II, as well as connecting the Montauk project in Camp Hero with the Philadelphia project aboard the USS Edridge in 1943 through a time portal. Preston Nichols describes it by saying, the tunnel resembled a corkscrew with a similar effect to lit bulbs. It was a fluted sort of structure and not a straight tunnel. It twisted and took turns until you'd come out the other end. Could the failed naval experiment be what inspired the Air Force to begin their own experiments at Camp Hero? Was it time travel that brought the technology to transport the ship across the country? Or is it simply all a lie? Sources report that Camp Hero State Park only belongs to the park's agency on the surface. Many claim that the ground underneath Camp Hero State Park still belongs to the federal government, as per terms of the deed transfer. After putting in a FOIL request to view these documents, we could find no such clause. Camp Hero's focal point, the radar tower, has reportedly moved directions several times, despite not being used since the Cold War. The Montauk Fire Department have made several trips to the site to investigate after some residents nearby called in the movement. The fire department says that the movement might have occurred because the radar tower came loose from its moorings at the top of the tower. Some people are not so convinced. Things only keep getting stranger for Montauk. On July 13th in 2008, three girls, Jenna Hewitt, Rachel Goldberg, and Courtney Thrun, were walking on the beach in East Hampton around the areas of Ditch Plains when they came upon a strange-looking creature dead on the beach. Its body was bloated and hairless, with its legs tied together. What could this strange creature be? Plenty of people have theories after a photo of the supposed Montauk monster circulated online, but no theories really explain every feature of this monster. Some say it's a turtle without its shell, but turtles don't have teeth. Others claim it's a dog or a raccoon or a coyote of some sort but the creature is the size of a cat and has a beak. Is it another Camp Hero experiment or an experiment from the Animal Disease Center on nearby Plum Island? It's hard to say, especially since within days, the body of the animal disappeared. According to the East Hampton Star, a man named Eric Olson, a surfer, real estate agent, and local, took the body of the monster. Eric then told the East Hampton Star I took the creature off the beach at 11.30 in a bag and put it in the back of my car. I brought it to Noel Arkins and we were going to reduce it to bones. The bones of the animal were set to be delivered to Raphael Mizuko, a fashion photographer and artist to be used in a project. Before Olsen was able to reduce the body to bones, 
and deliver it to Mizuko, the body was stolen. Different rumors circulated about who had stolen the body of the animal. Some believe twins Carter and Colin Davis stole the body and gave it to their father, Paul. Paul had wanted to make a movie about the monster. Others believe the government has confiscated the body, but no movie had ever been made and the body was never seen again. More recently, a body of another monster was reported by the East Hampton Star on July 2nd of 2020. This one looking similar to the original Montauk monster, but with patches of hair sticking to various parts of the body and its mouth looking less beak-like. This creature was also found near Ditch Plain by Evan Didick of Montauk. Various reports of other monsters have appeared over the years in locations like Staten Island, Manhattan, and Southhold. Long Island has its share of ghost stories, conspiracy theories, and strange happenings. Is Pilgrim Sykes still haunted by the mistakes of its past? Are the woods of Sweet Hollow Road really a breeding ground for the supernatural? Are the experiments in Montauk more than they appear to be? What goes bump in the night is anyone's guess. The question is, what do you believe? Remember everyone. Do not trespass in these locations. It is illegal. If convicted, the punishment for this offense can result in up to three months in jail and a $500 fine. Second degree criminal trespass is a misdemeanor offense under New York penal law.